Well, good morning, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to our service of worship this fourth Sunday in Advent. And as we gather together to worship God, may you know God's loving presence here with you. I'd like to also just take this opportunity to wish you all uh, a very happy Christmas when it comes later this week. And I hope that uh, God may bless you uh, through the week and into the new year. Though uh, we're not allowed to sing at present, we can worship God in our hearts as we listen to the music and the words of the hymns which will appear on the screens. And our music is taken uh, from worship audio tracks with all rights reserved. Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Who can proclaim the mighty acts of the Lord or fully declare his praise? Our first hymn from Mission Praise number 47 is Away in a Manger. Today we're going to hear the story of Jesus' birth, and um, we're going to have, a, I think, the slides up there with uh, just our nativity or nativity scene that we usually have out. And uh, so, just to, to say that it began many, many years ago. God promised that He was going to send a special person to save the world. He would be called the Prince of Peace. And many years later that special person came and his name was Jesus. 
It all started with a young girl called Mary who lived in a town called Nazareth. And one day, an angel appeared to Mary and said, you will give birth to a very special baby. You must call him Jesus. Now, Mary was married to a man called Joseph, and they had to go on a very long journey to a place called Bethlehem to be counted by the Roman governor. And it was very tiring for Mary because of her baby and because the baby was just about ready to be born. At last they saw the rooftops of Bethlehem. Joseph and Mary couldn't wait to get ready for the baby to arrive. But when they got to the town, there was nowhere to stay. All the inns were full, but finally an innkeeper allowed them to stay at his stable where the animals were kept. Joseph and Mary gladly settled down in the hay. That night, some shepherds were watching over their sheep in the fields near Bethlehem when suddenly they saw a bright light. It was an angel who said, I bring you good news. Tonight, a baby has been born in Bethlehem. He has come to save his people. You will find him wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a manger. And then lots of angels appeared in the sky singing glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to everyone. Immediately the shepherds hurried off to find the newborn baby and when they saw the baby Jesus they went and told everyone they met how they had seen the angels and the baby who was going to save the world. Far away some wise men saw a special new star in the sky. They knew they must follow this star to find a special baby and so they brought gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh to give to the child. The visitors followed the star until they came to the little town of Bethlehem where the star was shining down. And when they saw the baby Jesus, they gave their presents, bowed down and worshipped him. They had found the Son of God, the Prince of Peace and the Saviour of the world. Well, we're going to light the next uh, candle on our Advent crown, the fourth candle. Today we light the fourth candle of the Advent crown. This is the candle of love. Jesus shows us God's perfect love in human form, coming as a baby to live and die for us. Because God has so loved us, we are to love one another. Jesus said, a new commandment I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. Let's pray. Dear God, teach us to love and to put you first in our lives as we prepare for our celebration of Jesus' birth. Fill our hearts with your love for the world so that others may know your love and your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Forgive us for our words and actions and thoughts which have not been loving. Cleanse us, renew us, and fill us with your Holy Spirit, so that we might share your love for us through the gift of your Son. Help us to live in love and unity, one people baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our next hymn is, is called The Blessing. It's a more uh, modern version of the ironic blessing that we usually have.
Our gospel lesson is to be found in the gospel according to Luke. Luke chapter 2 and reading from verse 1 to verse 7. The birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Our second reading is to be found in 1 John chapter 4 and reading verses 9 and 10. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Amen. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word and that you have something to say to us today through it. We ask that you would uh, renew us and strengthen us in our faith. And we ask also that you help us to hear and to see all that you wish to say to us by the power of your spirit through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, over the past three Sundays, we've been looking at different promises God gives us through the coming of Jesus to be our Savior. And this Sunday, we're thinking about God's promise of love. And in fact, in John's first letter, chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, which we've just heard read, the coming of Jesus is explained there all in terms of God's love for us. This is how God showed his love among us, that he sent his one and only son into the world. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son. A sign of showing love for someone is to come to them, to be with them, especially in a time of need. Of course, in our present circumstances, it's not been possible for us to meet with everyone that we love in person. And we know 
just how hard that can be. And we particularly feel that at this time of year when we'd expect to see those that we love and come to be with them or have them come to be with us. And so we're trying different ways of being present with people, even if we can't see them in person, because uh, we love them, we want to spend time with them. Perhaps we're finding other ways through phone calls or seeing people online. When we begin to think about God's love and what it means for us, we can see that his wanting to come to be with us is a sign of real love. And one of the names that Jesus was given centuries before was the name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Another well-known Bible verse in John 3.16 begins the same way, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. But of course, just coming to be with someone doesn't always convey love. There may be other reasons or motives involved. But when we begin to look at the reasons why Jesus came, why God sent his son, we soon begin to see that love was the central motive and reason for his coming. And the clue is given in the verses we've, we've read and also in John chapter 3, verse 16. And so let's look at these three verses in turn. First John chapter 4, verse 9 says, This is how God love showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. And so it's saying that God's love for us in Jesus has something to do with him enabling us to live through him. But what does that mean? What does it mean to live through him, to live through Jesus? Well, if we love someone, we want the best for them. And that certainly includes wanting them to have the best possible life, living life to the full. And when it comes to it, it means helping to save a person's life if they're in danger. That is true love. And so God sending Jesus to demonstrate his love for us, he is saying here that because he gave us his son, he gives us life. He's offering to give us a life that we wouldn't otherwise be able to have. And in fact, the implication is that we will only know life in fullness through Jesus. But let's look at the next verse to help unpack what this means. In verse 10 of John, First John chapter 4, it says, This is love, not that we loved God, that but that he loved us and sent his son. And then it says, as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. God's love, which is shown in his sending his son to give us life, has something to do with dealing with the things that harm us. And specifically dealing with sin and the consequences of sin. And that's something that is a theme throughout the Bible. God comes into situations where people have done things that hurt each one another. The Bible says that sin is the cause of hurt and harm to people and families and nations. 
And it doesn't take much imagination to know how people get hurt when other people behave badly towards them. And on a larger scale, this is a problem that affects us all. And the consequence of sin is that it separates people from one another. And it also separates people from God and his love. And ultimately it leads, the Bible tells us, to death. So in sending Jesus to come and to do something about our problem of sin, which causes us such pain and hurt and grief and isolation, it is a great sign of God's love towards us. Because God's love shown to us in Jesus' coming isn't just a nice, nice theory that we sing about. It's the most real love that we can experience because it deals with the problem that affects us all, the problem of sin. It's the love of a loving Heavenly Father come to give his own life for us, to rescue us through his Son. It's Jesus coming to die in our place, to take away our sin, our guilt and our shame, so that we can be forgiven from all our wrongdoing and have a new life in him. And as it says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life or eternal life. God's love for us through Jesus offers us the promise of eternal life. It's God's gift to all who put their faith in Jesus. And it's the promise that we'll never be alone. That whatever may come, whatever lies ahead, we have this sure and certain hope that God will be with us forever. And that's the promise of his love for us in Jesus because when we come to him and put our faith in him, we receive not only forgiveness for our sins, but we also receive the gift of the Holy Spirit to be with us, to give us eternal life, to assure us that we are no longer alone, that we don't have to go it alone, because we now belong to God's family as his dearly loved children. The coming of Jesus to be born as a baby in Bethlehem with the visit of the shepherds and the, the wise men is a wonderful story that we celebrate each year. But it's the reason behind the story that's the real cause for celebration. Because in the coming of Jesus, God's love for us is shown most completely. He has come to be with us. He has come to deal with our greatest problem, the problem of sin. He's come to grant us forgiveness and life that lasts forever through faith in him. And that's something we really can celebrate. In the well-known words of the carol by Christina Rossetti, love came down at Christmas. Love, all lovely. Love, divine. Love was born at Christmas. Star and angels gave the sign. And so we say thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Amen. Let's pray. Gracious and loving Heavenly Father, thank you for the incredible gift of your Son, 
who you sent to be our Savior, to overcome sin and death and evil and bring us forgiveness and life and the joy of knowing your love that lasts forever, that will never let us go. Loving Lord, help us to respond to your gift of love and to listen and follow your leading in our lives day by day. Help us to know the joy of serving you by sharing your love in word and deed with all those you have given us to love and to live with. Gracious God, we pray for your protection over us and all those we love. We pray for your protection and healing and deliverance for our nation and the nations of the world from the pandemic. We thank you for advances in vaccines and the treatments now available. We pray for your provision for all those who work in our hospitals and care homes under particular pressure at this time. We remember those who are sick and ask for your healing. We remember those who mourn and ask for your comfort. And we pray for all on our hearts in need at this time, including all who will be disappointed at not being able to see loved ones this Christmas. Comfort and uphold them with the peace and joy of your loving presence, we pray. Almighty God, as we bring our gifts and offerings and present ourselves for your service, help us to be renewed in the knowledge of your love which reaches out to us, which has come from heaven to earth in the coming of Jesus, and which raises us up into your glorious presence. Thank you for all those who have gone before us in the faith, sharing the love of Jesus, and who now rejoice in your nearer presence, including those dear to us. Help us on our journey of faith until we rejoice with them and all your people in the joy of your everlasting kingdom of love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our closing hymn now from Mission Praise number 503 is O Little Town of Bethlehem. stars 
May the peace and joy of Christmas be yours as you celebrate the birth of our Lord, born to be the Saviour of the world, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you this day and remain with you always. Amen. <laughs> 